Welcome to the Recovery Mile, a podcast where we discuss all things substance use and mental health from a professional, practical, and personal perspective. I'm Tommy Morris, Director of Business Development at 12 Oaks Recovery, and with me as always is the one and only Dixie Gras, Clinical Director at 12 Oaks Recovery. All right, so we have with us today Robin King. So Robin, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got in the industry. Well, good morning. I got to 12 Oaks, uh, started working part-time mm-hmm. in 2000, actually. I was working in Fort Walton Beach at the um, Job Center, helping people find jobs, oh, Jobs okay. Plus. Yeah, 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 and yeah. wanted some no part-time income, so I started working as a tech. Mm-hmm. LJ actually hired me. At the time, LJ. Yeah. It was over the youth department uh, we had here at 12 Oaks. We had a youth program. Mm -hmm. Took them out to the community center. We played uh, pool with them and, you know, a lot of games. Took them to movies. Took Mm -hmm. them to Chuck E. Cheese. Mm -hmm. And actually, I got my degree, psychology and counseling. Started working for a company called Bridgeway in Fort Walton Beach. And at Bridgeway Center, I worked several different jobs. I worked at the Crisis Stabilization Unit. Mm -hmm. Worked at the... um, Place in Crestview, we called it the Crestview Hilton. Actually, it was the county jail. Yeah, uh, program called <laughs> RSET, Residential okay. Substance Abuse Program. Mm-hmm. Did that? That was grant funded through Bridgeway, yeah, the county. So okay, we, they lost that grant, and that's how I wound up working at the CSU in Bridgeway. Oh, okay. But I really wanted to work substance abuse, yeah. and a few of the counselors uh, passed. When I say passed, they left. <laughs> and uh, it's good clarification. So they, had, <laughs> yeah, they, they had they had an opening. My supervisor said, "Robin, why don't you apply for this position? Mm-hmm. At, you know, for a substance abuse counselor." But I'd only been working at the um, CSU for just couple months and mm-hmm. you know the policy was you had to be there six months yeah so i asked and they said sure certainly we don't want to lose a valuable employee so it allowed me to work over at the uh substance abuse side uh-huh. started working there and, and enjoyed it loved it i later became team member and uh-huh. then i later became a clinical operations supervisor at uh, bridgeway center so i left bridgeway center i started working as a Director of a youth mentoring program for Goodwill Easter Seals. Mm-hmm. I was over several different counties, Mobile, Pensacola, Fort Walton Beach, and kind of traveled a little bit. Yeah. Trying to promote that program. So yeah. yeah. While I was doing that, still kind of missed my substance abuse. I applied here in 2013, mm-hmm. just working on, working on Saturdays yeah. as a counselor. Yeah. Just doing groups. <laughs> yeah. Remember yeah. That? I remember that. <laughs> Mr. Doing, Robin was yeah. here on Saturday. Just doing those groups on Saturdays. Yeah. And uh, the program I was under at uh, Goodwill is actually also grant-funded, a lot mm-hmm. of grant-funded program. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so we kept getting grants, but this time we were not going to get the grant. Yeah. And uh, I was told months prior that we will not get the grant, Robin. We will not be able to. We will not be able to keep you. And if you want to leave now, I just ride it out. So I decided to ride it out. Mm-hmm. It's, I wrote it out, but I was still here part-time. And in the meantime, the grant ended. And... I applied full-time for 12 Oaks yep. and did the um, engagement program. Yep. Became engagement counselor with Maria mm-hmm. and did that. Enjoyed that. Enjoyed yes. engagement counselor for a while. Uh, done a few things here. I was over the tech department for yep. a little while. Mm-hmm. And now my current role, I'm the uh, director of recreational activity. Yes. Love this role. Yeah. Like this role, I have an opportunity to engage patients and uh, find activities mm-hmm. you know, yeah. that will cause them to, you know, get a sense of exercising and, and having sober fun. There you go. And so yeah. it's all about having sober fun. And then it's also learning skills as far as how to engage with others, team building skills. Yeah. And those are some of the things that we kind of, you know, emphasize in this program. So this is a newer role for you. You've been in it for how long now? About a year. 
Coming up on a year? Mm-hmm. Coming up on Already a year? Already yeah. a year? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's about right. I remember. The year kind of flew by. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Ain't like, that crazy? I feel like it hadn't been quite as long. So, But that's neat. So you also, in this role, you just finished a course. So why don't you share you know, your most recent accomplishment in that? So excited. I worked hard. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> you did. You did. I am currently a NASM, NASM, mm-hmm. National Academy of Sports Medicine, Certified fitness trainer. Nice. Congratulations. That's awesome. So excited about that. There's my clap button. I know. You're going to hit the wrong one. There you go. Thank you. you. I'll be in the area all day. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So that's cool. So, yeah. So with that role, what are, you know, in your first year, what are some of the things that we've offered the clients here at 12 Oaks through that program? We'd like to do. Coming up, since I just became certified in that program, mm-hmm. I like to do a one-on-one training and also group training. When oh, I say good. one-on-one, I would like to do assessment with the clients and see what they want, you know, their desires, what they want to work on, what type of muscles. Mm-hmm. Do they want to build strength? Do they right. want to become faster? And, and work it that way. And also have maybe group exercising. For not only for clients, maybe staff every now and then, mm-hmm. you know, they can slip in on a, <laughs> doing lunch or something. Yeah, I might, I might need to sign up with you. <laughs> there you go. Do a little walk around the park, you know. I'm really looking forward to doing that. Yeah. And working with the clients. And we're, we're building a basketball court, as you know. Oh, across yeah. The way, and that's, that's exciting. I play a little ball. You know, I'm NBA. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that's right. No ball at all. No ball. No at ball. All. <laughs> I thought it was the Navarre Basketball Association. No ball at all. No ball at all. Got no skill. No. no. <laughs> but, oh so man! Just throwing the ball up at the hoop. I'm know? part of the national basketball attire. I can dress the part. That's it. Yeah, I look like I look like I can ball. What? What you say, man? Then, then got, the ball gets in my hand. I'm like, mm. got the form and everything. Yeah. You know? no. Oh man! Kind of remind me. I can't me. even handle you two right now. Yeah, I'm serious. <laughs> I love it. So you know over. On the other side that we're building right now, we mm-hmm. have a, a running trail, a little track. Yeah. And I think that would be good for the patients to uh, move around and burn calories, uh, get fit, relax, de-stress, and things of that nature. So I'm looking at different things to kind of fill in the gap. Okay. Yeah. Keep, keep everybody engaged and, uh, you know, build a more positive app. You know, attitude and atmosphere where the patients really enjoy living that sober life. And being healthy. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm not a nutritionist expert, but I like, you know, eating right and, and encouraging everybody else, you know, lay off that sugar and that caffeine. <laughs> <laughs> so don't look at this end of the table where I'm, I'm holding, at, yeah. uh, I'm hol- like, here's my Diet Mountain yeah. Dew hostage. Oh, not the I Mountain think, Dew. I think he chose to look down as he I said did. that he because did. he was like, I don't he know which one of you to look shame. at because you're sorry. both guilty. <laughs> I am fully aware of my yeah. dietary habits, and I think yeah. insight is the most important key. I consumed all of my caffeine and chocolate in the car prior to Robin <laughs> seeing me with it so that I would feel no shame. Robin right. knows how I roll, though. Like, I don't even hide it. Like, he not, like he and I feel like he and I understand each other. I look at his cookies. They look delicious. Do I eat them? No. <laughs> She, she's talking about some uh, cookies that I make that are healthy. Healthy, right? Yeah, oatmeal cookies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah. no sugar. Ah. Uh, well, natural sugar. Right, you, right. You yeah, lost it. With, um, None sorry, of that granulated. That. Actually, no, molasses. 
Yeah, okay. They, they okay. are bad. And, uh, they are bad. Unsweetened applesauce, mm-hmm. oatmeal, mm-hmm. slice it with some, some bananas, some raisins. I think, yeah, you've got raisins in them too. And some I, nuts. I don't remember getting any of these Wal- cookies, Robin. Walnuts. So it's all healthy. I got, do I need to come down to clinical every yes. now and then? Is that what's up? Yeah, you ain't never down there. You need to come the down there, Robin. <clears throat> excuse me. The next time I make some, I'll let you yeah, know. Yeah, I need a text alert. When you're here. I'll probably <laughs> watch. Go. Yeah, watch. I'll, they they'll go. be like, hey, I made it. I'm be like, hey, I'm across the country. Not here so i want to ask you what is your your favorite part of your role that you have right now like i know there's a lot of stuff that's upcoming that you want to do but what is your favorite part of what you do right now at this moment well my favorite part is being able to engage patients into a healthy competition there we go team building activity absolutely i like it so i do a lot of the team building competition activities and they seem to love it because mm-hmm. uh, everybody wants to win yes and uh, when, <laughs> when they don't win they find a reason to blame me <laughs> it's been rigged you, yeah robin you favored them over us you know uh-huh. <laughs> you ain't handing participation trophies yeah. out there. Uh, there's no. a winner listen listen no second place second place is the first winner first loser first, I'm sorry. First, first, loser. Loser. first loser first loser i like it <laughs> That's yes. life lessons right there. Well, and and I actually I completely agree with that, and that's why I appreciate what Robin does so much because learning how to lose is a skill, right? <laughs> Learn, I'm learning saying how to this, lose gracefully. Learning yes. how to lose and accept that potentially other people are better at you than right. something. You know, it's it's just one of those things. I frankly, you could be the most competitive on the planet, but. That increases drive in individuals where they want to learn how to get better. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. It increases insight into themselves where they need to work on things. You know, I used to joke, uh, whoever talks a big game ain't always the best. That's right. right. That's know? why I talk right. a big game because I'm not the best. So yep. I, I at least talk and have fun, right? <laughs> you know, but do you believe that's true? Do you see that happening whenever you're doing your team building exercises? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we have this one patient that's currently here, and uh, I nicknamed her Serena. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she first started playing cornhole. Very first time she started playing. Never played before. She threw the ball, and all of a sudden she um, got, a, got a cornhole in the hole. Uh-oh. And you saw her hand go up like, yes. And the <laughs> attitude changed. The facial expression changed. Oh, yeah. Everything changed after she realized that, you know, I could play this game. Uh-oh. And now she's so competitive. Yeah. And uh, a lot of patients are like that. Some patients, they, they get up there and they say, I never played this game before. And started playing and all of a sudden they get one in the hole and it's like, it's on from there. That's how I and was with golf. I hated it. I was like, I'm awful. And then one good shot. And I was like, oh, I think I'm going to keep doing this. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It tricked me, though, because then I, I still wasn't good after that one good <laughs> shot. <laughs> You know, I play golf. You know, my best golf game is uh, best ball. <laughs> yeah, same, same. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's the only time I play when we play I always have a ball. better game when I get to play off somebody else's landing spot. Right. Yeah, so, or, or putt-putt. That's, my, that's probably my next best game. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of new stuff, you know, the, the new certification, the new basketball court we're going to get, the fishing pier. Like, we have a lot of new things that are coming, the walking trail. But prior to all of that, you know, you know, we had to be a little more creative. Mm-hmm. And so what, and then, and then COVID hit and you had to be even more creative. So maybe share a little bit prior to COVID when you had kind of first got into this role, what were some of the activities that we were able to do or had started planning that we're maybe looking to get back into as things are opening back up? 
you know, some of the things we did for the patients, since we do stress, sober, fun, we were able to take them off campus. We went to a few places. We went to the jumping, the trampoline park. Yeah, 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 jump we, park. Yeah. Yes. Now that, yeah, wife that loves those. A, yeah, that, they love that trampoline park and very competitive. You know, because you had the opportunity to <laughs> play a little basketball, sort of. They have dodgeball, and, too, right? Yeah. Dodgeball. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Absolutely. my favorite. And, you, you know, you got the rings that you can kind of hold on to and go down. And, well, I can't, but other yeah, people. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know you got the rings that you see people holding on to. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. You're holding on to one with my arms. Like, don't let me fall. So, yeah. we took. <laughs> Good. One of the other things we also did, we had beach walk. Yes. Yeah. In the morning. Oh, you remember yeah, that? I do. Beach walk. They beach loved run. that. I'm competitive, so I'd always find, <laughs> find a way to race somebody at the end. Nice. That's okay. Last, next, last 50 yards, let's go. Let's go for it. Had a winning record, though. Had a winning record. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. You know, so it was very competitive. Had that beach walk. So early in the morning, you know, when the sun was just rising, very beautiful sight to see. You know, oh, yeah. take the patient out to the beach and they'd walk and look at the sunset and just love it. Yeah. And some of us would, some would run, some would walk, and we didn't really enjoy that. Nice. I took them to the zoo. Uh, oh, yeah. Several times and they enjoyed the zoo. And since we didn't have a basketball court, took them to a community center and they, Played basketball, some games down there. They were also able to play, yeah, like table tennis, pool. You know, I'm I'm a person. I play everything, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Like I told you, I'm NBA. <laughs> no ball at all. Play a little bit of basketball, right. a little bit of pool, a little bit of tennis. Just just about any sports, I play a little bit. That's me. I'll try it, right? Yeah, I'll have yeah. fun with it. I might not be yeah. good, but I'm gonna make the I'm gonna make the best of it. Yeah, so we did that, and some of the things I do inside try to be creative. I do a trust walk where the patient would be blindfolded. Oh, and they'd have uh, okay. to follow my voice. There we go. So, oh, now that's okay. They do that Keep, one on Survivor. Yeah. Yes, Keep they do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's like a big one. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, and you and you had to start doing things like that because. I mean, you weren't in this role long, and COVID shut everything, everything down. Everything down. So all the museums and all of the other community activities that we were kind of planning on still doing, you know, we weren't able to do for a while. And so you were forced to kind of get creative with on-campus activities. So yes. things like that, you know, really played a big role. Yes, it did. Patients love games. Played, uh, they love bingo. Uh, <laughs> really? Like traditional Everybody, bingo? Yes. Wow. Okay. Everybody wants to play bingo. Bingo, Robin. Let's play bingo. Do you have a big bingo cage down there? I do. Oh, <laughs> what? It's, it's How did I it's not, not know big. that? It's not yeah. big, but it's, it's, a, it's a cage. Yeah. And All so right. Love, and I give them prizes. And so I buy prizes yeah. for them. Uh, not, you know, candy. We can't minimize the importance you know, of candy, candy around candy, here. Right? Okay. So I get some chips, candy, and sometimes a spinner. You know, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, the little fidget spinner. Yeah. Little fidget spinner. Yeah, they, they enjoy that. So we have little prizes for them. Also do a puzzle game, a word puzzle. Okay. Where they try to figure out words and put it in you know in the blank spaces and things of that nature. Okay. And they still compete against each other on that, like a timing oh, yeah. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh nice. Absolutely. It's all about those. Like really it. are those are a lot of survivor type games. They, they do the puzzles. They, they do right? the trust walk. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's awesome. I like that. And so it's and one or the other addition to the trust walk when I'm outside mm-hmm. is I'd have a train. So I'd set patient up, team one, team two, and the person in front, everybody holds somebody's shoulder in mm-hmm. front of them. Everybody's eyes is closed. And the team mm. and the person in front would follow my direction. 
So yesterday I did two teams, and the first team that got through the obstacle won. Nice. Oh, the, yeah. so they're actually the, obstacles. There's obstacles, like, yeah. I set uh -oh. cones up. Oh. And so they had to go in and out of the cone. And if you touch, somebody on your team touches the cone, you have to start over. Oh, Ooh. nice. And, and so uh, yesterday I did That can it. get tricky halfway through and the it, line, right? Absolutely. So the person in the front, he need to make sure that he goes wide enough so everybody can get through everybody the cone. Everybody can get through the cone. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So nice. it's really in it. So their eyes are closed. And they said, I don't know where I'm at. You know, everybody's so yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny to watch. Uh-huh. And so the first team that got through won. There you so go. They, and that was good. All right, look. I'm going to throw a gauntlet down. Oh, no. I think Dixie and I need to be team captains one day. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and we need to come down and we need to go head to head in some of your obstacle courses. Oh, and see I love it. which one of our teams will win. Love it. Love that idea. <laughs> Do you see? I really. Do the way, though, I accept the challenge. Do you see the way we're looking at each other it's right like, now? Oh, we're just like. Doo -doo -doo. We're not friends from now until we're not, then. Not we are until competitors. The game. It's we on. Competitors. I'm going to go into training today. I'm going to walk around blindfolded in the administration office. When they ask, what are you doing? I am training for Robin's Games. Don't there mess with go. me. There we go. It's I Robin's am, Games. I'm in training. <laughs> but Tommy, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to go with Dixie on that one. Oh, 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 <laughs> he just threw sorry. you down. Sorry, Tommy, um, hey, I'm, how you mm -hmm. learn the people who run these are supposed to be impartial? <laughs> like the I, NFL. I think she the, might get you, man. I think she might get you. The NFL. She's and, very competitive. I've seen her, man. He knows. She's he very knows. Competitive. Yeah. Man, that's messed up. <laughs> That's messed again, up, right? Tommy's <laughs> not a quit. Tommy's not a quit. Jim, you can't slip, Dixie. You can't no, slip. No, like, hey, listen, I understand the oh, levity of the situation right here. It can't can't get a big ego about this oh, one. No, it's all about no. focus. All focus. I want to know yeah, is focus. Even if I lose, do I still get cookies <laughs> at the end? That's what's Everybody is cooking. You don't know what on. you just did. I will edit the time frame, so don't worry about that. But this is going to make it on there because it's on. <laughs> and I'm not editing this out. I like this. this <laughs> the fire in his eyes right now is like real. He's like, it's on. And here, here we are talking about effective coping mechanisms. And I'm like, you're going down, Tommy. Right. You're going down. This is healthy, right? <laughs> well, you know, he's like, you're walking through. I'm like, walking? Okay, that's more my pace. I think I can handle that, right? Like, I'm not signing up for a five-on-five -five full court basketball <laughs> tournament here. That I might not do. I so would smash well. you at that. By the way, you would totally. Well, yes, because oh, wow. after one trip up and down, I'm like my arms and legs don't work. <laughs> one trip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a half court burn. Oh, yeah, no. we'd have to do half court for Man. you. <laughs> We gotta get you in that NFL announcer uh, training where they teach you how to not be biased towards any team. Oh, that's great! <laughs> All right, it's be fun. <laughs> All right, back to your job. <laughs> Enough about me and how how terrible I am at sports or com competitions. Oh All my right. goodness! So, so in all that you do, you know, I want to discuss and and each of you can can kind of speak to this the therapeutic benefits yes. of having physical activities or experiential therapies. Mm -hmm. so you want to go ahead, Robin, or you want me to hit this? Well, you can start. So from, from my perspective, it's super important to have 
variances in how the the client experiences life and so for example robin is touching a lot on sobriety for example uh for a substance uh abuse patient a substance use patient and so a lot of these activities they have not done ever or have not done in a while sober before cornhole great example normally there's lots of beverages engaged with that there's barbecues engaged with that and so as they're doing it here and they're engaging in these behaviors they're already rewriting those neural pathways and they're getting that positive reinforcement from both us and their peers and they're they're doing it and they're in the sunshine and they're having a good time and they're really learning that you can do this without something else and then from the mental health perspective is we're dealing with individuals that have been depressed and haven't left their house or they have anxiety and don't want to try something new and they're really kind of holding themselves to these kind of unrealistic standards of well i'm not going to be good at that well that's okay give it a try you know i've only played cornhole twice in my life you know the first time being here you know and so i've never done that right And so this gives the patients a lot of opportunity to challenge themselves in those ways and be reinforced and understand, yeah, we're competitive, but you're not good at everything at the beginning, just like recovery. You got to, you got to work at it. You got to get better at it. You got to practice at it. And so, yeah, some of them turn into cornhole champions by the time (laughs) they leave here, but that's not a bad thing. Yeah, You know, that's not a bad thing. They learn that they love to run. They learn that they love to walk or, or shoot the basketball or do any of those things. And then the trust walk that you're talking about closing your eyes in front of someone and having them lead you down a hallway is terrifying for Mm. some patients especially for ones that just don't trust period and to trust Mm -hmm. a peer and a staff member to walk you down a hallway with your eyes closed is substantial and so just being able to begin to break those barriers down is so important in the overall treatment of a of a patient and and moving forward they're allowed to do it when they leave, they're like, okay, well, you know, they might not think of this this way. Well, if I could do it like that, then, you know, having a small conversation with someone or yeah. joining an intramural soccer league or playing softball isn't such a big deal, you know. This stuff matters. It's not right. just fluff. It's not fluff programming. It's, it's important. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's more than amenities, right? Exactly. It's like not they, a These aren't amenities. They're, these are modes of therapy. Exactly. These are therapeutic benefits. Exactly. So Robin, from your side, you know, what do you see even in the moment, like in real time as you're doing these or things that you've seen from the first activity that someone does with you to maybe one that they do right before they discharge? You know, what have been some of the benefits that you've seen? Well, for instance, improved social functioning. Uh, they're, they're able to get along better with people. Yeah. Because, you know, you got the team building exercises. That's yes. good. That's um, a good one. They've, they develop effective problem solving skills. Yeah, because now you got to learn how to figure this thing out. Right. Exactly. You lead, and how I'm gonna lead all these people through these cones without somebody touching the cones? So exactly. And, and they each have an opportunity to lead. Nice. So, and it also improves self-esteem. Oh yeah. You know, they feel like I'm getting better. You know, and they feel good about themselves. Yeah. And it decreases loneliness. Yes. So now they don't isolate as much. Exactly. So, yeah. So that helps. Um, increase the skill for socializing drug-free. Yeah. So now they, they learn how to live, uh, enjoy sober fun. There yeah. you go. And it helps in that way also. It increases mm-hmm. the ability to cope with stress and frustration without using drugs. Yeah. And that's good. Um, so, you know, mm-hmm. like you said, this is not just fun and games but it helps them in other areas of their life yeah. helps them become a more complete person exactly you know i'm, I'm a person I'm, i believe spirit soul and body there you the, go the whole mm-hmm. person yeah. exactly and so 
it, there has to be a connection in all three of those areas. So if we're not uh, healed in all three areas, right. then that's going to cause some kind of stress and, and people more be more likely to relapse. Exactly. Yeah. So if they're, they're not healed socially, spiritually, and physically. Exactly. And so that physical aspect is very important. And it increases the feeling of control. Mm-hmm. And a lot, of, a lot of them feel out of control. And that's what drugs addiction does for you. Mm. You know, uh, Scotty got my body. You heard mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And so they, the drugs have them. Now they feel a sense of control. Increase ability to choose non-chemical alternatives. So now this is the alternative. I can choose this. Yeah. Rather than drugs and things of that nature. And it can be fun. It can be and enjoyable. Can be fun. Right? Something that they actually enjoy doing. And uh, some of them play, they never win, <laughs> but they enjoy playing. Yeah. And, and they say this, you don't want me on my, you don't want to be on my team because <laughs> I can't play, but I want to. <laughs> there, there you go. You want them yeah. as a person. Yes. Yeah, exactly. But, but they want to play. They want to engage mm-hmm. yeah. you know, something that's healthy. And you hear them saying, just like I heard you say earlier, that this is something that they've done without alcohol. Now, and they say things like, you know, I never played this without drinking. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But now I can. Mm-hmm. So it's really good. Yeah, it really is. It's rewiring the neuro- neural pathways yes. in, in their brain. And, and we're kind of hijacking that old road there you go. that said from here to here, yes. I need this substance. To and do now it. we're saying, mm-hmm. no, the path can go this way yes. through this activity, or the, you know, or this thing. So. And it create a paradigm shift. Yeah. Yeah. So now they have a new way of thinking. And their perception is different. They perceive better. You exactly. Know? Yeah. They look at things differently. I need, rather than drugs, I can go to exercise. I can go exactly. enjoy myself. In multiple different ways, not just one either, because I think sometimes we were speaking about coping skills. It, it goes back to you can't, you really can't just have one because if it's raining and all you do is play outside and you don't have anything else to do or anywhere else to go, what are you going to do then? Yeah. You know, it, you've got to have alternative plans. And I really think that's a, a great thing Mr. Robin does is off the fly. Like he plans these things and really mm. implants kind of that mindset and yeah. reinforces, hey, if this has happened, that's okay. We'll go do this. It, it just quick yeah. change because we really don't like change. I mean, we can be spontaneous till the cows come home, mm-hmm. but you know, it allows it allows the the person to really create a plan and get new interests and and believe that they they can do the things they didn't believe right. they could do before. You know, yeah. and so that to me is super important. Going back to what you were talking about, the complete connection mm-hmm. is is really what it, it what it comes down to for long term success. I completely yeah. agree with that. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I'm glad you mentioned that. Having something to do on the inside rather than outside. Just like people who exercise, they go to the gym all the time. Right. But when it's raining or, you know, weather doesn't permit or something happens with the car, you can't make it to the gym. Right. You have to have another plan. You can't just give up. Right, so absolutely. You have to have something that you can do at the house. Exactly. Sit-ups, push-ups, pull-ups, yeah. whatever. What's well, the beauty of what you do? You're not teaching... You're not really teaching activity. You're not teaching them to play cornhole. Right. You're not teaching them to navigate an obstacle course. You're teaching them coping skills and life right. skills. Right. right. Yes. And and that's really the takeaway. Like this that's is we're, we're putting something in deeper than just the ability to throw a beanbag. Right. Exactly. A hundred percent. And and conversation skills, anxiety, like all sorts of things. This the gift of small talk and conflict resolution. Yes. All of that stuff comes into play whenever you're engaged in recreation. So that's why it's so important. Yes. 
Robin, thanks for joining us today, man. We really appreciate your time. Thank you for having me. I appreciate everything you do, and thanks for sharing all that. It's really important, and, and thank you for really shining a light on the importance of recreation and really what it means as a whole person perspective. So thanks for that. And thank we you. are going to do a follow-up after we do our competition. It'll probably be like a Freestyle Friday banter it's, session. It's going to be. But we're going to bring level. you back. <laughs> because if I win... You're not going to hear the end of it. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm pretty good at I'm conceding. Gonna, if I lose, I'm gonna it's replay, all good. I'm going to replay his prediction if I win. If I don't win, I'm going to ignore it and we're just. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Thank you for listening. We drop new episodes every Monday and Friday, as well as bonus episodes throughout the month. So be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you don't miss an episode. Also, leave us a review and be sure to share the podcast with your friends. You can also find us on social media, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook by searching The Recovery Mile, as well as on our Anchor page, anchor.fm backslash The Recovery Mile. We'd also like to thank our sponsor, 12 Oaks Recovery. If you or someone you know is in need of help for substance use or mental health, please call 12 Oaks Recovery at 1-800-622-1255.